This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, Carly, let's not waste any time. Well, actually, quickly, mm-hmm. finding Harry. Somewhere in this podcast, you will find Harry. Uh, you do that. Tell us exactly where at hit.com.au and you could be getting a double pass to see him in Perth, which is very, very cool. Um, but for Alpha Bucks, the letter is Q for Quebec. I like Q because it's like limited answers. You can't mm-hmm. think too hard. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, so name starting with Q, a movie title. Oh, I was going to say Queen. Oh, Queen of the Damned. You know that. Oh, I think that is one. There's one here that says Queen of the Desert. Okay. Yep. That's or one Or Quicksand or Quarantine. Okay, cool. Love it. I, w- I re-watched Quarantine at the start of the pandemic. Would not recommend. Was Quarantine? I don't remember Quarantine. Oh, was it Quarantine or Pandemic? It was one of... Oh, the hill sound. So fun. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good on, on I'm all just of them. Googling because that's what we do. Well, quarantine. Yep. No, I don't think it was Quarantine. There was some famous actors in it. Walking Dead. You were watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> And you're like, this is the life we live right no, now. It, it wasn't quarantine. Maybe, oh, I think it was pandemic because I yep. remember thinking this feels very close to home. It's a little bit like um, The Last of Us right now that's airing on Prime. There's elements of it where you're like, yeah. oh, is this like the next virus? Like COVID won't be a thing. It'll be like this kind of zombie virus. Anyway, we had very doom and gloom. <laughs> very doom and gloom. Oh, pandemic has um, Lily Allen's brother in it, Alfie. She, I didn't know she I had a brother. I think that, yeah, Alfie, the song was written about Alfie. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That, I didn't know that. And he's in Game of Thrones too. Wow. I no. I, I don't know anything about Lily Allen besides the fact that like I had a crush on her. She's at one point. also married to David Harbour from Stranger Things. You should watch their. Didn't know that either. You should watch their latest house tour on um, Architect Architectural Digest. It's um, beautiful. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Going to watch that. No. Uh, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Alan, um, I am not the most domesticated person. Um, but since, um, I've been with my now husband, Russell, he's kind of domesticated me a little bit more cause he's always been quite domesticated. It sounds like you're, you're wording it as if you're like a wild animal. I w- that's pretty much what I was like when he met me. What do you mean? Like, I remember he come over to my house and he's like, why are you living like this? And I was like, leave me alone. Like, what, what, what do you, what, what's the example? Like laundry? Um, uh, f- no, yeah, I remember he was like, oh, let's cook something. And I just didn't even have like basic ingredients or utensils to cook. Oh, wow. But I had housemates, so I would just use all their stuff. I was a great housemate, you by the way. You are the worst. And so <laughs> what about your laundry? Are you the type of um, person that lived out of a laundry basket? Like it was like. Absolutely. All oh, that type God. of thing. Like I just, I wasn't no. good at the domestic stuff. Okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> he, he always much? beats me. But the other day. <laughs> I've gotten better, but the other day I realized that, you know how sometimes it's like one step forward, two steps back? Yeah. I had that moment when I tried to do a simple task, which was take care of the washing. Because that's something you predominantly do in your household, yeah. Alan. Well, because we finish earlier than most people, so yeah. we get home at like, you know, lunchtime-ish, and so, you know, sun's out, like, do some washing, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my kind of thing. Well, in my household, um, Russell normally takes care of the washing, because he has a particular way he likes to do it. But I thought, you know what, I'll take initiative, got some things to wash here. Cool. Um, put it in the machine and in that time, Russell gets home and I go into the washing, um, what is it called? Oh, laundry, the laundry. See, this is where I'm at. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) And there is like bubbles everywhere. Like the floor is covered. And I'm like, how have I stuffed this up? Cause all I did was put some liquid I never know which one it goes in. I just put it in and hope for the best. Oh, I wonder how this happened. But from that to putting something in, I really didn't think I could stuff up laundry. Anyway, there's bubbles all over the place. Yeah. 
And anyway, I blame Russell. Okay, so hear me oh, out. Wait a second. Na- hear right. me yep. out. Yep. So Russell walks in. He's laughing. He's like, I'm not surprised. This is why I not. take care of things around here. Absolutely. And I said, no, no, no. I think something's happened because I followed all the instructions, put the thing in the thing, closed the thing, and it should have worked. Yeah. With, with instructions like that, how could it go wrong? <laughs> and then afterwards he goes... Wait a second. You didn't use this dishwashing. Oh, no. What? Dishwashing? What is it? I don't know. What was it? Laundry liquid. There we go. Oh, my God. This is painful to hear. It's like I'm trying to speak another language here. See, like I said, I'm not the most domesticated person. Anyone would think you're trying to invent something, (laughs) but you're just doing a load of washing. What's it called? Water. Oh. And then he goes to me, oh, yeah, I should have told you, but I didn't think you're in danger of doing any laundry. Oh, God. That not to use this detergent because you only need the tiniest little bit because if you put too much in... This is what happens. Jeez, I'll tell you what, you wouldn't be hanging the washing in what Russell was throwing out there. Whole lot of shade. <laughs> Whole lot of shade. <laughs> a lot of shade. And I'm like, well, you should have put a post-it note. You should have told me. That's at least an email at the minimum, Alan. Uh, Russell. Oh, okay. Well, oh, geez, get a bit more real now, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Let's sit back and enjoy. <laughs> and then another thing I discovered too is, um, so we cleaned up that mess. Yeah, we or him or you? Um, I think it was a group effort. Sure. <laughs> because, sure. you know, I was blaming him, you know, because he should have yeah. told me about the detergent. I don't think so. Right. Um, and then what else I discovered, which you can follow me for more laundry tips if you like, is not to put a white tablecloth in with a red tablecloth because then you get a pink oh. tablecloth. Or could be a little hack if you want a pink tablecloth. So learning a lot about laundry, certain brands froth up more. Just in case people out there don't know this. You if know. someone's turning seven, they'll be really, <laughs> really writing this down. You're 34 years old. I know. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. I'm not. But I do think if Russell had told me about that detergent, this would not have happened. What about the tablecloth? Who are you blaming on that? No. Yeah. I, that was me. He should have, Actually, he should have told me about that too. Oh, my God. I don't know these things. I do now. It's how you learn. You live and learn. Yeah. There you go. God, I'm just people. glad I don't live with you. Hit <laughs> <laughs> breakfast with Alan and Carly, and we've been hearing all about this, Carly. Netflix has been cracking down on sharing their accounts, including uh, New Zealand now copying it. Yeah, it seems like winter is coming, and by winter I mean us having to pay for Netflix. Yeah, because you're on my Netflix still, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> of course you are. Uh, Trevor Long joins us from EFTM.com.au. Good morning. I really do feel like it's going to be snowfall and blizzards when this happens. Though. <laughs> uh, it's almost the end of days. This, this has been like rumoured. Um, in fact, it was March last year that they introduced this in like Costa Rica and Peru and a few other places, essentially as a test to see how they would do it. Mm-hmm. So we're talking here about, like, my mother-in-law. She's got my <laughs> Netflix password. It's on her TV. I'm cool with that because I've got a spare little profile picture. She can have it. Mm-hmm. But there's also mums and dads who've got 25-year-olds, 28-year-olds who left home, and they're still using mum and dad's account because mum and dad don't need all those user profiles. So they're going to have to pay. Yeah. That, what Netflix wants is they want me to pay an extra what I believe will be six ninety nine a month for my mother-in-law to be added to my own account. That Either that good. or they want her to sign up for her own account. I'm okay with that, but I think a lot of people won't be. And in Canada, where they've just implemented this, the number of people on social media deleting their accounts, bagging Netflix for this, is either a really vocal minority or it's a real problem for Netflix. Well, we do know that Netflix is in trouble financially. I just question the timing of this because we're seeing the rise in other streaming giants. Um, 
as you kind of touched on there, do you think that this could be a very bad move for Netflix and this could be the beginning of the end? I struggle to see how it's the beginning of the end, but l- let, me, let me answer that in a couple of parts. Firstly, they're actually doing very well. They make like four or five billion dollars a year. They've got 200 million customers. Mm-hmm. But because of the stock market and the way it works, and don't, if you're a stock market person, don't come at me, but <laughs> you know, Wall Street wants them to have more customers and more revenue. Yep. And so they're driven to actually do that because otherwise they, their stock market price will tank and that's the, that's the problem for the company. I do see like your Disney Pluses, your binge stands, all them. Are they mm. going to start following Netflix's as, uh, like suit? Well, I'll give you a, a little, not a scoop, but a little little scoop in my part. I've started today, I've been reading the terms and conditions and how boring am I? Yeah, um, <laughs> boring. But, but I thought it was important because let's be clear, the Netflix terms and conditions for the last five years have stated that your Netflix account is for use in your household. Yeah. It said that, right? So we, we actually can't argue because we skipped that. It's not our problem. But Disney, Stan, I don't see it. I don't see oh. a direct statement like that. But that's not to say a lawyer couldn't look at it and go, there is something there that indicates one way or the other. But in this day and age, you kind of need to be explicit. And so Netflix have been very explicit about this. But I do think that if it's a net positive, so if in six months from now, we have quarterly reporting from Netflix that says they lost 100,000 users, but they gained 300,000 and we're now up revenue X, Y, Z, then Disney will immediately go, guess what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they all want to make more money. And just quickly, how will they actually police this? So basically it's all about your IP address. When you log in on your TV at home, every computer in the house has the same IP address. So your, your tablet, your, your, your smartphone, whatever it is. If you travel, then they know you're traveling because it's your, it's your iPhone. It's been at home. We know that that's your iPhone and you're only traveling for a week or two. But my mother-in-law, her TV is the same IP address every day and it's very different to mine. And so they'll go, well, that's a different household. They'll put a block in place until we either pay for another account well, she gets her own. Oh, God. Savage. It's, the future is not looking bright. Wow, ripping families <laughs> apart. Carly's devastated because she's going to have to get off my account and pay for her own. No, I was going to get you off the account. Just move back in with your parents. That's going to be the solution. Yeah. <laughs> God. Alan. God. Yeah, absolutely not. No. Uh, Trevor Long, an absolute pleasure. If you want more information on what you're doing, uh, eftm.com.au. Thanks for your time. Pleasure. Carly. Let's kick it off with Emma from Margaret River. Hello, Emma. Hi, how are you going? We're doing well, doing good. You had a question for Psyching Alison Maiden? Yes, I do. Hi, Alison. Um, just a quick question into the future. Uh, partner and I are sort of struggling after a long relationship and we're expecting our first baby soon. So just looking into the future, whether we'll be as a couple raising our first baby or we're we looking at sort of separate. Oh, oh yeah. darling. Yeah. That's, that's kind of heartbreaking. Um, okay, let me just have a look at this. I do feel that there's definitely hope here, sweetheart. So just keep that in mind. Um, the thing with um, any new addition to the family is a lot of responsibility that goes with that. So I think um, that your partner might have a few issues around that, a fear of yep. doing the right thing, fear of being a good father and all that sort of stuff. And that's deep-seated in him. It needs a bit of work. Um, and I also do think that you have got a, a good, bright future ahead of you, sweetheart. Um, if it's not now, then later on down the track, there does seem to be someone else. And I'm just going to be completely honest. Okay. okay. No um, but um, I'm just going to say I get, keep getting little boy. So if the one that you're carrying isn't a boy, then you're due to have a boy next. Okay. Okay. No worries at all. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. All right. Next, we have Danae from Albany. Danae, what's your question for Psychic Alison Maiden? Uh, hi, Alison. Um, 
I've recently found out that I was adopted. Um, oh. My birth mother is from Texas. And I'm just trying to find out what the relationship might look like with her into the future. Okay, let's have a feel around this. I feel there's a part of her that's always really wanted to know you or what's happened to you. Um, and so I think that there's, she's, she's quite intrigued about you. Um, and I do feel that there is definitely an opportunity to get to know her. Uh, unfortunately, there's been a lot of loss in her life. Um, so there has been, you know, I think a lot of regret on her part. And um, the future does look very bright for you, I've got to say, though, darling. Lots of great opportunities. And guess what? There's travel ahead. So that's interesting, isn't it? But I do yes. think that, yes, in the, in the next, uh, definitely the next maybe 18 months, um, I, do, I feel like there's an embrace. I feel like you guys will definitely embrace. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's great. Thanks very much. Thank you. I have so many questions, but we do not have time. <laughs> uh, we'll just move on to our next caller, uh, Janelle from Bunbury. Your question for Psychic Alice Maiden. Oh, hi, Alison. I was hi. just wondering um, what 2023 looks like for me. Okay, so first of all, uh, it's Janelle, isn't it, Janelle? Yes. Um, I feel like there's someone with the initial M that's going to be really important for you. I don't know if it's like a Michelle or a Michael, but I get an M. I feel okay. like that's really important. McDonald's? Also, no. Oh, <laughs> I, it's important in my helping, life. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's a lovely relationship um, showing up here for you as well. It feels very loving, very kind, very caring, and I do actually see a lot of um, wishes being granted for you in this next 18 months to two years. So everything okay. feels like it's smoothing out for you, sweetie, but you do have to leave something behind in order to have this happen. So it's right. like the old needs to go out the door and you need to embrace the brand new and everything will fall into place. Amazing. Wow. That, that sounds that... pretty good, Janelle. Yeah. It does. It sounds really good. Is it resonating at all? You're kind of going, okay, okay. Yeah, who's you... M? Yeah, who's M? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I, I don't know about the M. Oh, not yet. Is it me? No. Me? Love yourself. <laughs> Love yourself. You know, I'm just saying, just saying. That's me looking too much into it. Well, thank you for everyone in your calls today. Of course, if you want more information on what Psychic Alison Maiden is up to, you can find it at alisonmaiden.com, uh, including when you're coming here next, Alison. Those dates aren't up yet, but we're waiting soon. Uh, they are up on my site now. Oh, yeah. oh, so okay. it'll be uh, in May. I'm I'm heading back to Bustleton and to Bunbury and Perth. Yes. Excellent. Then I will start promoting that next time we chat. <laughs> <laughs> Alison, a pleasure as always, okay? See you guys. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Hi, this is Harry Styles. Alan and Carly's hiding Harry. What are your three favorite body parts on a woman? Um, eyes. <laughs> smile. Character. And you may have seen this starting to blow up, or you may not even know this world exists. I want to talk about a Facebook group that had over 16,000 members join it in the first few months of it being created called Do We Have the Same Boyfriend? Perth Edition. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, for the record, I'm bringing this up not because I'm a part of the group. They won't let me in. I've tried. Oh, yeah. well, I just requested to get in there too. Oh. I know. It's, you know, it's interesting because... 
as much as I try and sit back and be like, you know, I don't, I don't love drama. I don't love seeing relationships break down. Mm-hmm. I mean. Drama. It's drama. And it's I drama. am going to be looking at those posts and following the comments along. I'm sorry, but I am. I'm only human. So these have been popping up all around the world. And um, basically what it is is a bunch of uh, women get in there. The ones I'm assuming that are suspicious that their partner could mm. be cheating on them. They take a photo of their partner and they'll share it into the group and just simply ask the question, do we have the same boyfriend? To which I guess you're hoping that with the Facebook algorithm and whatnot, that the person who, if they happen to be dating yeah. that person as well, is going to chime in and go, ah, uh, yeah, let me give you a call. And then from there you figure out how to, I don't know, expose them or whatever. But yeah, juicy, juicy content. I just question- I, I wonder what, how many times the partner is caught. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, like, if you're putting it on there, you already got something going on in your own suspicions, right? That, that's it. And 16,000 people, let's assume that maybe what, like, let's, the majority of them are there for the goss, let's be real. But let's just say a 1,000 of them are posting. That's going to get lost in the shuffle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's going to get lost. And you can't post more than once because then it's really weird. <laughs> like, guys, I need to know. You know, like, I just, I don't see that happening. It's interesting, but uh, supposedly Facebook has taken a couple of these groups down. So, um, why? But they What's keep popping the, uh, up. Uh, look, I mean, look, I feel there's two sides to this. There's kind of this horrible side of someone finding out this way and it's gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. But then I guess knowledge is power, right? Yeah, and absolutely. It was, obviously, they're going to find out. Eventually, well, maybe not. Well, I guess this just speeds up the process. Yeah. Um, but the other side of it too is people that are on there, like myself, who kind of want to follow along the drama. So there's also this juicy side to it as well, which it feels a bit gross to say, but yeah, it is as much as you're seeing the demise of someone's relationship. And I think this why is why we kind of love those relationship shows like Maths. It's like you don't always want smooth sailing, do you? My question is, say. You're in this group and you're there for the drama. Then yeah. you notice a hottie gets put up and then they, they, they ask the question, do we have the same boyfriend? Do you go, well, obviously their, their relationship isn't 100%. Maybe I should slide on in there and uh, scoop oh, me like up a man. Oh, like you're opening up the gates. Just saying. You got you to catch and all of a sudden you're suspicious. Well, no, but say they're not doing like anything. I feel like there would be like a real sisterhood going on, right? Oh, it's... yeah. Women famous. <laughs> For what? building each other up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I got a feeling there could be a little bit more sniping in. I tell you, that's what's going to happen if the guys try and create this one. It'll be like, is my girlfriend cheating? Be like, she bloody will be now. <laughs> 28 guys just all sliding in there. <laughs> Sounds like the relationship's in trouble, mate. I'll come in and help out. Yeah, we can't do it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly. And geez, we've been obsessed with Harry Styles uh, coming back to Australia, Carly. And right now joining us is Australian designer Rachel Burke, who just undertook a very exciting project. She designed Harry Styles' birthday suit. Oh, hello. How's it going? Um, Very well. How did you get this gig? Yeah, so I got contacted by Acrisure Arena in Palm Springs at the beginning of the year. And Harry Styles was performing at their venue as his birthday show. And they had a really nice relationship with him and wanted to get him a birthday gift, which was a three-piece suit made of tinsel, and I was commissioned to do that, and it got sent and given to him, and it was very exciting. What a moment for you. Wow. Yes, very special um, and very surreal for sure. So do we know if he's worn the suit yet? Because he might wear it on tour. I have no idea, to be honest. I know that he received it and apparently was 
thrilled and his team were very excited, but um, I can't be sure whether he will wear it in public. I also just like the idea that he has this suit and <laughs> he might just be wearing it at home, you know, now, who could say. Rachel, yeah. can I ask a little <laughs> creepy question? Oh, no. Yes. Because it's custom made. Did they send you Harry's measurements? They did. <laughs> oh. They did send me that information. What was the inseam like? Don't objectify poor Harry. Okay. Uh, designer never tells, never <laughs> shares. Right. That's smart. I tell you what, to be serious for half a second, I love like when you hear the term like kind of glitter being thrown around or confetti, you go, mm. oh, that's not good for the environment. But you actually made it all out of recycled materials. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was all upcycled from um, tinsel that was donated last year by my Instagram followers. But this was extra special because it was so much stuff crammed into what I like to call a trash jacket. Um, but it just looks so opulent and that's what I'm all about. Another big moment for you recently, this is so exciting, is you designed a dress that was worn on the red carpet at the Grammys. Yes, I definitely had a big week last week. <laughs> then the Grammys, I had whiplash from all the excitement. Um, yes, I designed a dress for Alicia Gaddis and handmade it. Um, again, it was a really quite a short lead time, just a month to get it ready oh, and wow. sent. So I was just literally working round the clock, putting together this uh, very flowery, very opulent frock. Um, yeah, and it stepped out into the Grammys and it was so exciting. It made a lot of best dress lists and just very crazy. Crazy. Who's who's on your bucket list to dress next? Is there some celebrity you're eyeing oh, off going, oh, gosh. man, I'd love to do their stuff? Oh, my goodness. Look, Harry Styles is obviously, like, yeah. fabulous. Um, but we've basically we can theoretically say we've done him now. Yep. I would love, you know, I love my femme stars. Bjork would be a dream. Yeah. Well, Ford. she's coming to um, uh, WA I for know, Perth Festival. No, I'll be sliding into her DMs. Don't <laughs> <Good>. you worry. <laughs> I'd love to see, like, Lizzo, yeah. you doing, like, something for Lizzo. Yes. She's someone that knows that how to rock an outfit. That would be an absolute dream. Yes, and Beyonce. But Lizzo would be incredible. Absolutely. Right. Um, yeah, so many, but I also just love making things as well for people's special events and things, which I do a lot, um, at people's weddings. It's also really special for me. Like everyone's a celebrity in their own life, you know? Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time today and can't wait to see Thank what you, you do next. All right. Bye. Thank you. That was the Alan and Carly podcast. 